Hello, traders. Good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so today, of course, is Friday, the 22nd of July. Um, we're sort of, it feels certainly this week as if we're kind of hitting that, that, that summer market condition, um, slightly, um, less volume going through these markets. Um, we're seeing sort of more grinding price action and things of that nature. So we kind of have to unfortunately adapt again. And what you'll find is um, this will probably begin to slow over the course of the um, month of August uh, when most of uh, most G7 traders and investors will take uh, time off during that period. So it's um, uh, every year it's often uh, we're going to be taking a few weeks off in August as well. We kind of have our kind of summer shutdown. So just be mindful of that. We're entering this summer market phase. Um, so we need to be quicker at taking profits, uh, perhaps even working with slightly larger stop losses, actually, and uh, and keep that trade size under control. So you know how much you're exposing to each market and you're making sure that you don't um, take too much uh, excessive risk and, and not be too aggressive with these markets. So all we do is, depending on market conditions, we just slightly taper what we're what we're doing um, with a full view of when markets are fully back to normal in September, we can then adopt a more aggressive stance to trading markets. So just bear that in mind. Let's get straight into it then. We'll start with our risk warning. Just be mindful um, of uh, the risks involved in trading financial markets and take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, guys. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all keeping well. Last day of the week now. Been a bit of a strange kind of choppy type of trading week, really. We had some good winners yesterday. We had a couple of good winners yesterday. Um, so what do all profitable traders need to consider? Which markets to trade, of course. That's what that's what this session does. It identifies which markets should we be focusing on for the trading session. Uh, and then where to enter these markets. Where do we want to exit? How do we manage risk? So like i said just controlling your trade size is very important hopefully prior to entry if you're getting into a trade and then you're moving stop losses and you're exposing more capital um that that's not really an advisable uh, strategy um and then trade management as well so uh, actually focusing on the price action and what price is doing and using technical levels to sort of navigate these markets is really what we what we mean about trade management and not let let not let winning trades you know reverse all the way stop you out for a loss things like that we can avoid so trade psychology as well all important very important considerations we discuss all these items in our live trade rooms every day um and i suppose the longer you're trading the easier these things become and as you know we're strong advocates of being consistent if we're chopping and changing what we're looking for we like breakouts we like pullbacks um we like we're technical traders of course and we look for strong levels of support and resistance. So if we're chopping and changing how we're engaging with these markets, again, we'll broadly find it really quite difficult. Um, discipline with your capital, especially now going into the summer weeks or, or the summer month um, is very useful and patience as well. Waiting for those trades to come to us rather than us go chasing those trades um, and being quite aggressive when the opportunity perhaps isn't isn't as great as it might seem. So looking at a price action and making sure you, you you see your boxes ticked when you trade. Okay, so um, so yesterday we had a very important news event really for um, 
for the ECB. So we had the ECB increase. Okay, uh, apologies for that. We um, we just had a just sort of a very brief shutdown there for absolutely no reason whatsoever. It seems uh, it looks like we're back. So um, so we were just discussing just briefly. Sorry about that. Apologies, guys. Uh, so today is Friday, twenty second, and um, if we look at yesterday's news event, so firstly we had the BOJ um, keep their rates very accommodative at, at, at minus zero point one. Um, but we the big news really was the ecb so the first time since 2012 we saw a, a rate hike from the ecb now the problem they've got in the eurozone really is that they're increasing rates with um at a time when um europe is a is kind of um it always kind of has been um kind of a a a two-level eurozone we've got a lot of indebted countries within the eurozone and then we've got your um you, you know the 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 more uh what's a better way to do it um we've we've got a certain section which have very manageable debt and and can restructure and can can um can get the money from the financial markets to reservice that debt all at very low rates and then we've got a bit of a crisis in markets like italy which uh have very high debt levels and we've got an increasing um bond yield uh, for, for italian debt and the problem is it creates a, a debt crisis like we saw sort of over 10 years ago now with the european debt crisis it's the same type of thing back then if you remember mario draghi who's now president of italy um, said so the ECB will do whatever it takes. Now we're in a very different situation with really high inflation and the ECB have, have said we'll be increasing rates and they, they've made the decision to increase by 50 basis points, so way above um, expectations. Um, so that they're, they're really trying to, to, to begin to make impact on the inflation story, which is kind of running away, really. It's running away in the US, it's running away in Europe. Um, so we'll f we'll find out hopefully soon when peak inflation arrives, and um, so they're they're making some effort to do that. But the problem is they've got this they've created this is that ITP I think it is, but it's a defragmentation tool, 
So what that means is the ECB can can allow to support and be accommodative to those countries in the eurozone that are um, that have high debt levels and um, I suppose make ultimately make money available to them uh, to try and reservice that debt. So it's kind of a, a two two tone or a two level um, eurozone. So they're trying to take care of those that might struggle in a rate hiking environment and, and make money available uh, to those economies are and um, while increasing interest rates. So it's a very tricky balancing act. Very tricky. Um, and that's really because a lot of these central banks underestimate completely underestimated the, the inflation story. Um, and always felt it to be very transitory when it was looking structural, you know, 12 months ago, but they completely kind of ignored it. And now they're trying to play catch up. And now the volatility could be, um, you know, pretty excessive. Okay, so we, we'll have a look at the charts and we'll see how that impacted these markets uh, yesterday and, and, and over the course of today. Um, what we have ahead of us is uh, services and manufacturing numbers coming out against the eurozone, uh, German numbers, uh, the UK and the US as well. And we've got core retail sales in there as well. So the problem is with um, with higher inflation that can obviously generate you know higher earnings. Um, so we'll see if we get a, a sizable uptick in retail sales. So as things are getting worse and interest rates are getting higher, you know, People at the moment still have money and are willing to spend. Uh, it's just when that stops, that's when uh, the, the problems, you know, really begin to kick in. Um, okay, so we look to manage those uh, data points as the morning unfolds. Uh, so let's get over these charts. So the good trades from yesterday were, before we saw the turnaround in the gold trade, was a um, was the oil trade. If I zoom in a little bit more, you can you can see the trade. Uh, so it was quite straightforward. We had a bit of a rollover and a strong dollar for a period yesterday as well. Um, so as this market kind of rolled back over below the um, 1693, we had a, a nice sort of 10, 12 dollar move to the downside. Same situation in oil, uh, 97.74. So it hit our targets, so we booked in profit. And this is what we mean about being um, uh, not looking to ride this bearish market for as long as it, you know, we can be in it for. It's not a sort of get in and kind of hold type market condition now. So what we're very, very happy to do at, at this point and, and over the course of the summer would be to get into a trade, hit our targets and try and get out uh, as probably as quickly as we possibly can and then look for that next opportunity of course so um and then we saw a, a reversal off the 1680 um where prices start to reverse really quite significantly and us oil um we saw a move down to the 94 dollars and then reversed a couple of dollars and now it's looking really quite bullish again I suppose the big news is is really uh, the the eurozone. You know what sort of reaction did we get uh, in the eurozone off the back of the ECB and Christine Lagarde's? Um, I think traders and investors have pretty much said 
this is a tough, this is a tricky situation. Not too sure how things are going to play out. So, and this is the net net result. Really, over the last three or four days, it's just very range bound. There's probably a hundred pip range in here over four trading days. So, no real real clarity. Um, you could you could argue it's it's very similar price action across many of these markets. We have had moves across the uh, the U.S. markets, but it's quite grinding and. You know, the problem is if we get good earnings, especially in the tech sector, we'll get push higher. And if it's slightly negative uh, earnings like, like Netflix, then we'll, um, you know, it could impact this, this market negatively. And it's going to be uh, for us probably a little bit up and down for, for, for a little while now. So it's quite tough to pull the trigger to the upside. Now, if these start to roll over with momentum, that would be a much easier trade. Um, what these markets are supported a little bit with is um, not a flattening of the yield curve as such, but we've got a 10-year rate, which is just lowered a little bit to 2.8, and we've got the, um, the two-year uh, at 3.1. So it's taking a little bit of pressure off these industry markets, so they're giving them a better opportunity to, to push on to the upside. Um, so that's kind of supportive of some further upside. The problem is it's going to be quite reactive to earnings. I think we can safely say that. And um, like I said, some positive news coming out, it'll push higher, some negative news, it'll roll over. So that's what makes that trade pretty, pretty difficult to get into. So it's like, it's like a hailstorm. So maybe we'll step in out of the way for a little while and and then we'll we'll look to you know get out there again the dow is looking a little bit more positive perhaps than the s p and certainly there's uh further upside potential there uh, yeah there is there is potential upside in these. The FTSE is horrible. So too is the DAX. Yeah, we've had a, a, a quite a nice move in the Nikkei. Um, again, we can just, uh, you know, this market has been broadly quite range bound, very much up and down. Um, certainly further upside, but probably up to these highs up here. So um, a little bit more left in, in the Nikkei. Bitcoin, of course. Um, sorry, bear with me a second. So Bitcoin, um, we're, we're really struggling to, to kick on above that sort of $23,000 level. So we're just trading at these highs. Still, you know, some concerns for Bitcoin traders until something significant changes. So U.S. oil, have we got an opportunity here in U.S. oil? You see, we, this, this market kind of moves in these little, little patterns. 
So yesterday's sell trade was a was a decent trigger, but today now we're just kind of reversing yesterday's moves. So from here, actually, we'd prefer to be, you know, looking to see this price move into this little zone here and keep that momentum to the downside. But it's um, it's 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 not really playing ball just yet. Gold is an interesting one. Um, even yesterday's move to the downside significantly reversed we're just spending long periods of time you know drifting sideways before we get that very short sharp sizable move and we'll probably you know maybe experience something further to the downside we'll have to see how this dollar plays out so moving on to the currencies uh we'll finish up now guys and we'll just um put together our trade plan so we've found a bit of a low we've we've walked into some support so really what we want to do with this is we've got an opportunity to buy um it's now a timing issue so let's see what happens over the course of today currently we're just retracing yesterday's lows um so what we often look to do is to uh, identify where the previous support is and allow the markets to push to the upside and then we spoke about this low in here didn't quite get back so what happened was we pushed higher and then we made the move back to this level so so that's ticked that box so we've now pulled back into support so now we can look for the the next leg to the upside so ordinarily we we look to wait to see today's price action and then we 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 potentially buy the the continuation trade so if you can be patient with um with the yen and the dollar yen there might be a trade in there probably on monday now of course because uh, today is friday sort of indecision really it's a it's a it's a tough trading day today um you see we have the the benefit of the ecb increasing rates by 50 basis points which should support the euro and then we've got all the downside. We've got war in Ukraine. We've got really massive high inflation. Um, we've got um, an energy crisis with Russia. Uh, so there's there's lots of um, we've got the political situation in Italy. Uh, the government on the verge of collapse. So it's all just um, and and that's really preventing the eurozone from truly kicking on to the upside. Um, so we can probably you know see further downside over the short term it's quite messy for the pound as well um we'll be patient on the dollar yen further flush trade to the downside if anything for the dollar swiss that that kind of benefited broadly yesterday as that as the as the dollar began to sort of weaken so what we're going to do is broadly look for so what we're going to look is for some us indice upside so again quite mixed market conditions so just be mindful of that sort of market summary um yesterday we were looking at us oil Pushed lower, which we saw we had a good move below that 70 uh, that 97.74 um, and gold as well 
uh, below that 16.92. So this time it's US indices. Higher. Um, USD uh, lower. be as straightforward as that and, and we're just going to be selective um so be selective and i think that's pretty much it it's just uh Okay, it's a little bit broader than normal today. Uh, it's probably just taking into account really uh, these market conditions. So um, there's our trade plan. We're going to post it into our chat box. We'll uh, we'll switch rooms now. We we jump on to our, our live trade room now, and um, we'll look to execute this trade plan. See where the best opportunities lie. Um, they're currently not that close to these triggering levels, i.e., daily highs and lows. Those are often the, the consistent triggers that we need. And we need to see them across the board with the correlations in play as well. So it's not just about the individual trade. So um, any questions, feel free to post them, guys, and we'll, uh, we'll answer any questions before we close off there. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us. Uh, we do trade these markets live every day. We trade the European Open, the, the US Open as well from 12.30 p.m. UK time. So feel free to join us. For more information, just go to livetrading.com. I'm happy to... Um, you can you can contact us as well through our website chat page if you want. So look, thanks for joining us. Uh, if we don't see you over in the other room, we will uh, see you again next week. For everyone here, take care. Bye for now.